Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Game into the nine o'clock hour on the scoreboard show, your high school scoreboard show. Uh, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker, Day Day Lewis working the other side of the glass. We're going to be into the nine o'clock hour tonight. A lot of games are hitting halftime, coach. We got a, a game that's just a classic showdown in DeKalb County. We're going to check in now with Jay Phillips. He's from DeKalb Champion newspaper joining us now. Jay, welcome in. Talk about this matchup you're at tonight. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, Dunwoody's kind of flipping the script so far from what we've seen the last few years from these teams. Uh, uh, Dunwoody's quarterback, Matt Parch, has found a lot of success tonight. Uh, He just had his first mishap of the night through a pretty long pass and had it intercepted in the red zone. And uh, Dunwoody's defense, uh, Luke Cole, recovered a fumble at the five-yard line a couple of plays later, and Dunwoody got another score. They're up 19-7 in the – middle of the third quarter here at North DeKalb. This game is always a big event, and uh, the, the, those communities kind of, you know, line up back to, to each other. For a long time, this has been a big rivalry, and especially now both teams are doing some things to, to, to really get going in the right direction, both Dunwoody and Shamley, some coaches that have been in place for a time. There's thoughts about these teams right now. Yeah, you know, both of them definitely doing the right thing. Uh both of them coming out of a period where they had some stability at quarterback and whatnot and uh, changing up the quarterbacks, changing up a couple of key uh, positions. And, you know, they're still both undefeated so far and playing as well as really either of them have in the past few years. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Shambly the last several years. I'm not watching them tonight. I can't tell. But the last several years, they've gone from playing a non-region schedule, being a team that – when they did play a region schedule, got beat up a little bit and got better every year, better every year. And Coach Swank done a great job there. So excited to see what they can do. And Dunwoody on the rise, too. So should be an exciting game to follow the rest of the way. Yeah, definitely. And both teams out here playing hard. And like you said, it's always an event. The stands are packed and just great atmosphere. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Jay, thanks for the update. We we'll look forward to checking in with you, see how that one turns out. But thanks for checking in with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you, guys. 
All right, that is Jay Phillips, and he is social. Find him on Twitter at jchampnews, at jchampnews, and he's keeping an eye on that game for us there tonight. Coach, what scores are you seeing so far here? Halftime scores. How about Sprayberry 21, River Ridge 11? You know, River Ridge probably the favorite in that game. That was an, That's a game that stood out to me a little bit. Uh, Buford scored to go back up over North Cobb 24-21. Um, looking at Carrollton and Rome, a game we talked to IJ about earlier that's on Peachtree TV, 6 nothing Carrollton in the second quarter. So a lower-scoring game. You know, IJ talked about Rome defense, sneaky good. Not sneaky good, just good. Just, just good. Okay. <laughs> I think it'd be good. We 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 watch for that one. Uh, some of the games that we're keeping an eye on uh, tonight is some games are hitting halftime, and that was a good update, obviously from the one up in DeKalb County. But we just got them all over the area tonight, so it's great to to keep up with them. And as we hit the nine o'clock hour, I'm looking at a few here. There's a few games that are, well, okay, we got Dalton. It's the Norville. Dalton's up twenty-two nothing in that game. Whitewater's up twenty nothing on Griffin uh, in their contest as well. Whitewater's got a nice team. Uh, Pebblebrook's up 14-0 over Hapeville. And in a game that I think is going to be a team you're going to hear about, Sam, this is a smaller school, but you're going to hear about them. North Cobb Christian is up 7-0 on Wesleyan uh, in the third quarter. Which, but North Cobb Christian, sneaky good. Yep. Yeah, sneaky yep. good. Keep an eye on North Cobb Christian this year. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on them and see how things go along uh, with them. I, I've got Stockbridge is on the road. They're playing down at Doherty. They have a 13-0 lead. Um, in that one, um, let's see some other ones here. East Call, East Hall, fourteen nothing over Johnson Gainesville. That's a fourteen. That's a third quarter score. White County over Chesterton, forty two seven. That's a third. Whoa, quarter White score. County got a sneaky good team too. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, Ridgeland twenty eight, North Murray twenty two. Um, that's one to keep an eye out. And Colquitt County twenty seven, Tiff zero in South Georgia. Campbell. Up 14 to nothing on Metacreek. You know, Campbell had a big win last week. Yep. Really highlighted them. And now Metacreek's got a good team. So Campbell up 14 to nothing on Metacreek in the third quarter. That is big. That is big news for that one. Um, let me see. We got, let me see. Gilmer's up on Murray County, 35 nothing. That's a third quarter score. Uh, and that in Bowden and Bremen, Bowden's up 21 3. That's a third quarter score. Um, if you're keeping up with that game, Hebron Christian and Commerce both come into their game 2 and 0, both undefeated. It is in the third quarter, and they're tied at 14. That's a good ball game. That is a good ball game. And two teams come in 2-0. and They can't both leave undefeated. No. And it's tied. That's, that's, that's a good place to be on a Friday night right there, Sam. It's kind of nice outside. You know, that's where you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great ball game there. We'll keep an eye on that one, see how that one's finished. Third quarter score, uh, Coney County 37-7 to now over uh, Putnam County. Those lights are, are putting on a show up there uh, for sure. Up there. <laughs> yeah, they – They've got a um, they got a good program. They played two tough games, lost both games the last two weeks, but tough opponents. Uh, Oconee County will be back. Don't worry, they'll be fine this year. Uh, Upson Lee, sneaky good. Okay, uh, up twenty to nothing on Worth County. All right, we we got David in Gainesville. Want to check in with us? Not David Friedlander from Gainesville Times. Are watching uh, uh, out of town out of town team that's playing up at Gainesville tonight. David, welcome into the Scoreboard Show. Talk about the game you're seeing tonight. You know, you have to catch on the fly here because we've already started the third quarter here. All so, right. um, just a lot, of, kind of some sloppiness and, and some brilliance at the same time for Gainesville. Um, they just they they've had some some issues on on offense just sometimes with some rhythm, but when they when they've hit, they've hit some big plays. Uh, Gavin Hall uh, had a huge first half. He ran for 
13 carries for 114 yards and a touchdown, and he caught six passes for 95 yards and a score. So, I mean, but um, they've also, Gainesville has also had trouble with, uh, with special teams plays giving up, and one very big play by, uh, by uh, Coconut Creek's uh, big uh, tailback, Jamari Holtzclaw. And but kept him in the game, but the, a big uh, 54-yard catch and run by Hall, about four and a half minutes left to go in the, in the half, and sent them into halftime. Sent Gainesville to halftime up 21-14. And as of this moment, Coconut Creek is facing third and six from their own 44 here in the first possession of the second half, about 10-15 left in the third quarter. Fantastic, fantastic, David. Thanks so much for checking with us. Let you get back to things. We'll check in with you when the game is over. But thanks for that update. Sounds good. All right. That is David Friedlander, Gainesville's Gainesville Times. Um, talking a little miscue there with, with Gainesville, Coconut Creek, but they do have the lead on them right now. Yeah, they do. And the special teams plays early in the season to kill you. And you're seeing Gavin Hall, a special player mm-hmm. for Gainesville. If I have, If my math served me well there, about 200-something yards in the first half. Yeah. I'd say yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. And that Coconut Creek team is good, by the way. Um, troops leading Callaway 14-13 to 13, okay. halfway through the third. That's another – you know, we're really trying to keep an eye on both those games, that Gainesville game and then Troop and Callaway, two great teams. Uh, we're going to hear some updates on them later. Yep. Troop right now, 14-13. Callaway just scored. Okay. I think we got something with Eric Slaughter. Let's check in with Eric now. He's out in Paulding County. This is a live sideline report. We have reached a half here at East Paulding High School, and this game between Hiram and East Paulding is living up to the billing. Your halftime score, the Hornets 21, the Raiders 17. The Hornets took the lead via a 11-play, 89-yard drive that took all of 47 seconds just before the intermission. A 23-yard pass from quarterback Ryan Strickland to scat back Garrison Hilliard is the difference. I caught up with head coach Pete Formanaya, and he talked about that play. Yes, sir, that's Garrison Hilliard. He's a senior for us who's fought his tail off to get on the field. Really, really proud of the way the offense is executing. We need to clean some things up, but we got a battle in the second half. All right, coach, good luck. Come back out. Can't wait to see how this goes. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, man. Sam and Chris, I'm going to toss it back to you, but we should have a great second half here at East Paulding. It might come down to who has the ball last. For the high school scoreboard show, this is Eric Slaughter. Fantastic stuff, man. Eric, Eric got the halftime got the halftime coach interview. We don't need to get that one. Day-day, you don't get that one worked in very often. <laughs> you up your game a little bit. Get the halftime, With the halftime coach, coach interview. You know, I, I, you know <laughs> It's tricky sometimes because, uh, you know, this part of the season, some somehow, some way, I'm always picking some games that are, you know, very lopsided, not on purpose or anything. So, yep. I, you know, there's nothing for that coach to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bother the coach. Right. We're not going to you know, bother the coach. You know, I give you a sneaky coach uh, behind the scenes update, too. When your team is winning big at halftime, that's when you're the most mad. And angry. Like the last time you want to talk to me is if we're winning 42 to nothing at halftime. Because you got to keep the kids focused. So you go in and just find anything to be mad about and yeah. just go absolutely berserk because they're not going to quit. They're excited. They're winning 42 to nothing. It's a great time to tell them what you've been wanting to tell them for weeks. You know, so it, I agree. Day Day's right. If the game's getting out of hand, you don't really want to talk to either coach. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said, you know what? I'm going to let that be. 
Uh, that's oh, a good one. It is. Speaking it is. of two of those, okay. I'll give you right now. Cherokee's up 49 to nothing over Woodstock in the third quarter, mm-hmm. and Wheeler's up 44 to nothing over South Cobb in the third quarter. So two of those day-day specials right there. The, the 40-something to nothing's in the third quarter. Got yeah. a halftime score. Cartersville 35 nothing on Alatoona. Of course, Alatoona's got a coaching change up there. Down to Crisp County, Lovejoy, and Crisp County, 9-6 Crisp. Uh, that game's about to hit halftime there. Halftime score, South Gwinnett of 15-6 on Decula. Halftime score. Yeah, you got some really interesting scores across the state as things kind of trickle in. Um, Carrollton bought the punt. Looks like they go up 13 to nothing near the half. Uh, the Rome defense versus the Carrollton offense as advertised. Yep. I mean, the Rome defense really playing well, but a couple key mistakes got Carrollton up two scores. Harrison's up 28-7 on Paulding County. Harrison is a team to watch in their region. You watch, watch for them, watch for them indeed. Um, who else are we looking at here? I'm going to see what, what we had a Whitewater score. They're, they're leading down at Griffin. We mentioned that one. Uh, Harlem's over at Elbert County tonight up in Elbert, up in the Granite Bowl. Uh, they're playing that one down in Harlem. Harlem's up 20 to nothing. That's a halftime score. Harlem's got them a good team. That I know that's a little bit out of our normal area, but mm-hmm. they've done a good job the last couple of years. South uh, Atlanta rolling it, and we wanted to know how South Atlanta was going to do. They had a lot of seniors last year, coaching change. Um, but 16-7, they're leading at Heard County. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good score for them. Yep. Uh, if if I remember right, you told me we're going to get an update on Northwest Whitfield and Regengold at the end of the game. Our end friend Coach Chris Goforth is mm-hmm. there, and our Northwest Whitfield is winning 17 to 15, nearly the fourth quarter, late, late, late in the third. 17-15, Northwest will lead. That's a good game Chris is at. Yep, he's at a good one. We're going to check in with Chris Goforth will join us uh, when he's all done there to wrap up and wrap things up. So in about a little, well, a little over an hour, we expect to probably hear from him uh, and what happened with that game. Lithia Springs has made the trip down to Lee County. Lee County is winning that game 28-6 to as a halftime score in that particular game. Um, so we'll see what happened. That's, um, Corey Jarvis got the team and got him on the road tonight. Yeah, he, I, I've talked to Coach Jarvis before. He likes taking the team out, playoff-like atmosphere, go down to, to the south part of somewhere, you know, go to Warner Robins, go to Valdosta, go to, you know, Lee County, wherever, give his team a chance to experience that in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So hopefully when they do it in the playoffs and he said win, not if, then it's not your first time. Yep, that, that, and that's what he says. That's what he believes. Villarica 14-9 on Northgate, third quarter score. Halftime, the uh, Buford's up 24-21 on North Cobb. Also halftime, North Gwinnett 28-28. They're tied with Gardendale, Alabama. That's a team from right outside of Birmingham. Gardendale. Gardendale, yeah, man. man. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we're going to take a break, come back with more. You stay with us on this Friday night. The halftime scores, we're going into the second half of the games. We're going to have more updates, and we're going to have also check in with some folks who are way out west getting set to play tomorrow with Creekside. That's coming up next. You stay with us here on the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show, Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929TheGame.com.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. game.com sound of the douglas county high school band in the background we welcome you back inside the scoreboard show sam crenshaw along with chris parker day day lewis working things other side of the glass and i tell you what coach what, what was the longest trip you ever went on coaching you know oh. <laughs> what's the lo- longest you could think uh, of we, we went from we went to valdosta a couple times you know, from north georgia so okay. probably about as far as you go yeah, that's not playoffs that, but it wasn't near as much fun because it didn't have buckies on the way back there then. was no buckies back See, then they got a buckies on the way they now. definitely didn't have any roscoe's no no they did but there was no buckies yeah there was no i don't even know if we stopped to be honest sam we just <laughs> went down there we got our butts whipped we came back <laughs> and we turned stuff in because it was the playoffs, and yeah. so it was over. And that was and, the last uh, of the it was season. like four in the morning. We got home, and uh, that wow, was, <laughs> that what? was my memory of, that of was those long memory. trips. Oh, the yeah. longest trip. Well, we we got some teams that get a chance to to really have some experiences, and one of our teams from the metro area, uh, my goodness, is on the other side of the country. You can believe that, all the way out in California for a big matchup, national matchup. With modern day, the Creekside, when your Creekside High School is out there, and their athletic director, Dr. McKee Troy, uh, is there with the team. Dr. Troy, hello. Uh, welcome to the scoreboard show with Sam and Chris. And how are things there in wonderful California? Hey, thank you so much. Things are, things are nice. The sun is still shining. So, <laughs> <laughs> still pretty bright here. Uh, it's not shining here, Dr. Troy, but but we're excited to re- for you guys to represent the state tomorrow against Modern Day. Great opportunity. But but I, I got to get to something that's near and dear to me. I'm looking at your Twitter, and I see you took the whole team to Roscoe's. Tell us about that first before we get to the game. That's my favorite man. spot in Los Angeles. That's my favorite spot, man. <laughs> well, you know, coming coming out west, wanted to make sure that the, the students and the coaches got a chance to really feel this West Coast experience. And Roscoe's was definitely something on the list that we wanted to take care of. So they can check that off their, their personal bucket list if they ever had it. But, yeah, Roscoe's treated us very well uh, yesterday. That's awesome. It's a great experience. I commend all the people with you, Coach Dixon, anybody else, 
that allowed this to happen for all those students to get a chance to go somewhere they probably wouldn't have gotten to go otherwise. And just what a great experience. So how does something like this come about? Well, honestly, just one day last spring, Coach Dixon gave me a phone call and said that he had just heard from modern day and they were interested in seeing if we wanted to, to come out west. And things just, you know, kind of worked out from there. Of course, there was a lot of work leading up to it, support from our community, from our administration, uh, from our school district. But we, we got through all of the, the red tape loopholes and everything else to get this done, and we're just so excited that it's finally here. A lot of planning, but it's finally here, so we're excited about it. Yeah. Um, what did you guys do to make it normal? You didn't do like Coach Norman Dale and Hoosiers, you know, bring out your yardstick and show you, hey, that, that you know, the same length, same width, same. <laughs> how, how, how you guys doing? Because you got there and you worked out how the facilities where you had, to, had a chance to work out. Well, we got a chance to um, at least yesterday go by and see the stadium that we'll be playing in. But then today, uh, St. John Bosco allowed us to come out and practice. So that was great to get a chance to get on the field and, and let the guys see another, you know, workout behind palm trees. So that was awesome to see. And St. John Bosco, they also use the term to try. So it kind of felt like home being out there today. It's a great opportunity for all these student athletes, but it's just football. You know, it's a great, it's just ball. It's going to be really exciting to see your team measure up against what a lot of people say is the best team in the country. So I commend you. We've had Coach Dixon on for three years. Yeah. And and I've known him for a while and talked to him on my podcast. I've always been impressed with his – he's not scared to say, I want to play – we expect to play all 15 games or we want to play the best team. And a lot of people would not take this game on. And I I commend you guys for taking it on, and I commend you for giving the student-athletes that opportunity. But also for – as an old athletic director, Sam. Yep. Let me tell you something. Dr. Troy has had – she sounds really excited. She's going to be tired when she gets home. There's a lot of <laughs> logistical work that goes into this. So thank you for all you did. Uh, tell anybody that's not, that doesn't understand, what's the logistics that goes behind something like this? Well, I mean, of course, financially, there are some, some um, requirements mm-hmm. <laughs> that you want to make sure you get through. We definitely had a lot of support from our parents and from our even our community. So that, that was a great blessing to us. But – Additionally, just the the permissions that it takes to bring Mm -hmm. this large group of people to the other side of the country, um, ground transportation, uh, airline flights, getting your times um, planned out, what makes sense, and meals and hotel. It's just a lot of details. um, But, you know, when you're doing it for the student athletes, doing it for our program, you, you do what's necessary to get it done. So learned a lot. You know, the, the next time we have this opportunity, we'll probably do some things differently. But we're here, and we're glad to be here. Yeah, folks, we're spending time. We were pleased to be spending some time with Dr. McKee Troy, the athletic director of Creekside there all the way out in California. How's the freeway there compared to 285 on a Friday? I mean. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Friday. <laughs> Even yesterday was pretty interesting. It's, it's funny. I was telling, I think, my mother earlier today that the people here seem to drive as if they uh, – they don't know exactly where they want to go. So <laughs> that's been interesting. The traffic is a little different. Uh, seems like freeway everywhere you go, but it, it's fine. We've gotten to everywhere we needed to be in a timely fashion, just planning ahead for the traffic. It's definitely still here. Yeah, that is, that is definitely so, so, so true. All right, so what's the agenda for tomorrow? Because the game is not until, what, 7 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow for, for, for us. What, what what do you uh, you know what do you do with the guys now? Because like you said, it's still daylight out there right now. Right, still still daylight. Tomorrow is is mostly about just you know resting up, 
trying to make things feel as normal as possible and getting prepared to get out to the stadium the way we would for any other road game. And, um, yeah, just playing there. We don't we don't want it to feel any differently. You know, in, in Coach Dixon's words, he said from the beginning, why not us? So we're just going to take it like any other normal game and go out and play. What does it mean? I, I saw something on social today that, uh, that Coach Williams from over at uh, Langston Hughes um, put something on social to wish you the best. What what does it mean to have that kind of support from you? Because, you know, you guys and, and, and Langston Hughes and Westlake are like this triangle down there, South Fulton, and everybody knows everybody. And, and um, what does it mean to have them say that? Of course, he's a, he's a Creekside alum, so uh, you, you probably say he better say it. But yeah. <laughs> but 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 what does it mean to to have that you know come from them? It's it's awesome. It's awesome. The support has been great um, in in South Fulton and beyond. We appreciate Coach Bowen and, and the shout out, and of course we support them anytime we're not matched up against each other. So it, it's it's great to have the support we've gotten from our community and from people from from all over. We've gained some new fans from other parts of the country that you know have kind of banded together to help us face modern day, the number one team in, in the country. So we're looking forward to that and just appreciative of all the love and support. It's, it's really been incredible from alum from 30 years back to, to the more current students and faculty. And it's, it's been awesome. We just really appreciate it. Well, you guys have done a great job getting it ready and you got a lot more fans than just people in South Fulton. I promise. And a lot of yeah. people in Georgia pulling for you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And I got to tell you on this show now, we got these ADs because Chris wasn't AD. You are. We had Dr. Kurt Miller on earlier uh, today. So, you know, we, we kind of we kind of brought a little bit of the spirit of Savannah in here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we got the uh, bringing a little professionalism into this thing, Sam. Uh, and that's mostly with Kurt and uh, Dr. Troy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to do it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you so much. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Uh, and have a great win. Let's go out there and get a win. Bring back a W. Let's go out there and show them what, show them what, what, what we do and how we play our game here in Georgia. Thanks so much, and I, I appreciate your platform and all you all do for high school athletics. All right. That is fantastic. Uh, all the way from California, um, uh, Coach uh, Coach McKee Troy, uh, the athletic director out at Creekside, is there with the team. And Hey, man. It's, it's Listen. Traffic traffic out there. Just like <laughs> on Friday, just like traffic here. I hope people heard the highlighting of the amount of work. Yeah. I mean, I know we try to make it fun, but it's not. It's obviously a lot of work to coach football game. Coach Dixon, the whole coach staff, doing a great job getting ready for the, the toughest team in the country. But you know how hard it is to take about 75 people to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Yeah. Me and you go in there and just ask for a table of two. We sit down and eat. Right. That, they can't do that. No. Everything you do in those moments is a logistical nightmare, and I mean, it, it's, it's what deters people from doing these things. Right. I mean, obviously the money. But beyond the money, so hats off to the whole Creekside community, the people that help raise money, the people who are help organizing, the people who are making it happen right now, and get these people an experience they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Absolutely. And I heard her say next time. Hey. Did you hear that? Yeah. Hey, How about that? Hey, they're, 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 Breaking they're, news next they're time. Next time, they, they, what, what you think about that? Because you, 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 you know, Doctor Troy. Oh yeah, um, and I mean, it's great. I actually was able to have uh, Coach Dixon on about a month or so ago on Prep Sports Nation because at the time they were still in the midst of their of their fundraiser, and so just wanting to help them, you know, get the word out and, right. and whatnot, and you know, again, just talk to him about, you know, one of the things he said was, you know. It was all about the experience, like mm -hmm. you guys said. It, it, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, 
playing the team is 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 a big deal but beyond playing the team it's really it was really about just the experience of that whole deal the whole travel going out west you know visiting facilities outside of georgia and you know so you know because to your point chris you said it there's there's kids on that team the reality of it is you know this may be the only time for football purposes yeah. that they travel out of georgia right yeah. You know, and so he just wanted to make sure that's what this was all about. When when they got the call about being part of the game, you know, he, he wanted to make it happen because, you know, that was an experience, you know, that not too many high school kids get an opportunity like that. I played sports in, in, in the cl- furthest we went. I played sports in California. The furthest we went was Vegas. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't happen every day for a lot of high school student athletes. So. Um, just I love the fact that they're out there, they're getting the opportunity, and uh, hopefully, like you said, they come back with a win. But uh, just uh, it's good to see, you know, more schools, not just, you know, and it's not a knock on Buford or Milton or anybody oh, yeah. like that, but nope. it's good to see more of our schools out the metro yeah, get them these that opportunity. opportunities. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, – it, don't, don't, don't gloss over that it's a – it's a good football move too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll say this on the way out. If Creekside picked up a team and paid them a little money to come, a team, they, you know, they got to figure out these non-region games. They go get some team from down the street to come play them, or they go to South Georgia and play a team, or what. Those alumni aren't coming out to Woodwork to tell you how great you're doing. Right. You go play the number one team in the country in California, and all of a sudden, people that hadn't heard about Creekside in a while start hearing about it. Right. And that's a football move too. So I mean, yeah, I mean. Obviously, first and foremost, excited he's given them the opportunity. But this is a way to try to get Creekside into the conversation with Milton or Buford, the teams you're mentioning, Day Day, right. because that's what Coach Dixon is. That's what I've been impressed with him, is he's not scared to say that. Right. You know, when I was coaching, I probably was scared to say that. I mean, <laughs> right. I, you know, I mean, if I knew right. we couldn't hardly do it, I just wanted to worry about getting a little right. better. But he doesn't have that philosophy. And nope. I commend him for that. He's like, look, we, and, and you heard Dr. Troy say, we got people coming out the woodwork. Wanting to help and wanting to, you know, contribute and wanting to, you know, well, that's because they're putting themselves on that national stage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to speak something into existence for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I commend them for many reasons. I'm, I'm really excited to see how that goes tomorrow. Yeah. Same here. Fantastic. Fantastic, folks. All right. We're going to take a, take, a, take a time out. When we come back, we got more scores. We're going to have more updates for you. Um, and Gant for the 10 o'clock hour. And at 10 o'clock hour, we're going to get some, some games. We're going to start going final, so we're going to start talking with some of our winning coaches this evening. So you stay with us as we continue on this Friday night. It is the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com.
Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. It's the high school scoreboard show from our Midtown Studios. Nine floors up here at Colony Square. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Glad that you are with us tonight. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the show that we've had so far. We still got more for you. Uh, but, man, we just had an interview all the way from California. I mean, you know, we. Does that mean we, we're nationwide? We should be nationwide. Coast we, to we, coast. We, 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 you know, on the Odyssey app. Wherever we're already is, nationwide. We're already yeah. nationwide. But we we're, included some other places. How about that? Coast to coast. Uh, you know? A state that touched the Atlantic Ocean and a state that touched the Pacific Coast. You didn't get any better than that day, day. You know what I mean? And nope. you just got it all you just got it all in one show here tonight. Yep. That's what we get. <laughs> <laughs> Checking some scores that are going on. Fourth quarter score now. Holy Innocence is up on Seconder. Uh 46-6 final score. They think it's Slide County. They have some bad rain down there, but they they're playing that one. Uh, early counted twenty three nothing. The Shelly County is up in the in the uh, fourth quarter. They're a really good team. Shelly County is really good. That single A Division two, I think, is where they're, and they're really good. State champ contender. Yeah. Uh, how about this one, Sam? The game on GPB. I was watching as twenty seven to nineteen. Westlake's went in for a while, and in about a five minute period, Cedar Grove scores twice. Cedar Grove now leading Westlake. Wow. Thirty four to twenty seven. Three minutes and forty eight seconds left in the third quarter. I miss some. Some football players. Yep. On this field. Both teams. Both teams. Both teams. Um, I'm sure a lot of people keep keeping an eye on this game as a lot of recruits, uh, players that are watching, maybe verbally committed to some places, or maybe they're trying to play their way into some some good offers. Of course, those programs, uh, awful lot is always expected from them. Fourth quarter score, East Forsyth is up on Cedar Shoals, 35 7. Uh, that is with a little, a little over eight minutes to go in that game. Uh, fourth quarter score, Lumpkin County up on Franklin County, 46-7. to seven. Um, That's the score this game's going on. Hall County, 40, Dawson County, 7. That is also a fourth quarter score. Uh, North Hall, North, North Hall against oh, over uh, Dawson County. Yeah, North Hall looking good. Uh, another fourth quarter score. Try to get some late scores here. Houston County, 49-14. to 14. Houston County, really good. Mm-hmm. And I.J. already told us they're, they're getting the game with Lee County here in a few weeks. Uh, on Peachtree TV, so that'll be exciting. Um, if you look at Carrollton and Rome, another game I've been following closely, Carrollton is up 13 to nothing, but the game has been really close. Like a goal, Carrollton had a goal line stand, Rome drove the field, mm-hmm. didn't score a point. And they got another one right for the stop, right for the half. Like Rome's really played well, but down two scores. It's one of those kind of deals. So see if they can keep it rolling. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Sequoia and Cedartown. Cedartown leads 10 to seven in the fourth quarter. That's that's a, a head knocking affair. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That is. That's a tough. That sounds like a real tough one. We got looking forward to having an update. And when this game ends, Troop County and Callaway. Troop is up 21-13, fourth quarter mm. uh, in that game. So we we'll wait to see if we can get a get that one. Also, we get down that way. We're down toward uh, in Coweta County. Trinity Christian is leading Mary Persons. The third quarter score 20 to 14. They are leading in that one. Stars Mill, 13, Luella, nothing. A fourth-quarter score uh, in that game. These are games down on the south side tonight. Yeah, another fourth-quarter score. Villa Rica, 17, Northgate, 9. Northgate started out 2-0. and Northgate is one of the surprise teams the first couple weeks, but they're down 8 right now in the fourth quarter to Villa Rica, 17-9. They got Pebblebrook, 14-7 over Hateville Charter. That's a fourth-quarter score. We watch for more from that game. And again, we're going to get a – now, update when it finishes, and this is Northwest Whitfield and Ringo. Better talk about a game right now. Ringo is up 18-17 in the fourth quarter. Those are two undefeated teams going at it that night. And Chris Goforth 
is uh, is going to check in from that game with us a little bit later. Yeah, looking forward to hearing Chris's take on that. It was 17-15 a few minutes ago, so I assume there was a field goal, and Ringo's got the lead. Ringo's got a new coach, Austin Crisp, been an uh, offensive coordinator there for a while, great guy. Norris Whitfield's got a veteran coach. You know, guy's been there a long time, Josh Robinson, uh, two great guys in that game. Let me tell you another one that's in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Rabin County up 21-14 to 14 over Adairsville. Adairsville, a really good program now in that area around Cartersville, yep. uh, playing AAA. They go to Rabin County's over there today. Rabin County's trying to find their way after graduating a lot of really good players, but up 21-14. And North Murray, 29-28 right now over Ridgeland. Man, when you, when you talk about a Daresville, you're talking about really a talented area. You're talking about mm-hmm. them, Cartersville, and Cass. All right there close. Yeah. A lot of good ball players in that area, yeah. Yep, really good ball players up that way. We'll keep an eye and watch out uh, for that game. This was another one I was looking at here. One, well, well, a couple of that have gone final. We got a final. They went final early today. Mount Vernon over Mount Perrin Christian, 44-6. to six. Uh, They kicked that one off really early. And we got another one that went final. I forget what's a couple. There were a couple of games that went final. Kind of early on. I don't know why they had the early yeah, start. Yeah, Monroe time. area, I think, won early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in, in case uh, Day-Day wanted to update, Douglas County, Douglas County beat McEachern 31-0. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what final. So, um, McEachern to no points and had to run a clock on them. Yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah. not going to sit well with the McEachern. No, no, it's not. No. It's not. So, not I, But, I, you know what, uh, I, I look forward to them. You know what, McEachern has actually, um, the last couple of seasons, they've had some, some, some rocky – Starts in the non-region portion of the season, mm-hmm. but then once region play started, they've been right, right in the mix of things. So, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there. If we're M- talking about McEachern, will be fine. Yeah, they got to go. We'll be talking team. about them. So. Don't underestimate. And I can get off on a tangent on this, but yeah, don't man. underestimate the importance of confidence mm-hmm. with high school kids. McEachern has the ball up twenty to seven in the Corky Kale over Brookwood, and they just don't score. And Brookwood goes and scores, stops them, scores again, beats them twenty-one to twenty. It changes the entire dynamic of things that happen for the next several mm-hmm. weeks. That's the difference the younger the kid is. Yeah. So we're talking about, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, and we're talking about the Georgia Bulldogs, and we're talking about McEachern High School. Mm-hmm. That's three different ages of, of a mm-hmm. person. Oh, yeah. And that youngest age, more than the others, things affect the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So they've got to find a way to get some confidence get built, and then you'll see it start going another way because the talent is there, the coaching's there, good guys. They're just establishing themselves as a coaching staff. They're going to be fine. Yeah, without we'll a watch, doubt. We'll watch for them. Got a, uh, for more fourth-quarter scores here. North Atlanta is up 34-7 to on New Manchester. Coach All is doing a great job over there with North Atlanta. McNair looks like they're trying to bounce back. They lost last week to uh, Druid Hills. 22-14, they lead North Clayton. That's a fourth-quarter score. Buford 31-21. They lead North Cobb. That's a fourth-quarter score now. Yeah, Cherokee went final. Cherokee over Woodstock, 49-13. to 13. That's a final. And in Roswell, Roswell beating Marietta right now, 35-14, to 14, third quarter. Got a final from way down in Blackshear. Um, uh, Pierce County has beaten Metter, uh, 47-10. to 10. Final, yeah. final score on that one. Those are two really good teams. Oh, yeah, different classifications. Right, and right. you see some of that now that maybe one team may win – and they're two or three classifications bigger, it doesn't necessarily dash anybody's hopes. You know, in, in a game similar, Westlake just scored to make it 34-34 to 34 with Cedar Grove, GPB getting um, – they got they picked a good game they this week. They picked a good game. We got a good couple of good ones that are, that are being televised. And, and, and one on the stream is a good one as well as Warner Robins has come back in the fourth quarter. Northside Warner Robins 28, 
Warner Robins 25. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's it. That an interesting. A, yep. Fourth quarter score in that one. That's a big, big game that they have out in Warner Robins. Everybody shows up for that one, I've been told. I haven't been to it. but <laughs> That's I've what been, I've been told. I've been literally told. everyone shows up. Everybody shows up for that game. I, I haven't been to that game, but I did go to a Northside Warner Robins game. Uh, this was actually the year Jake Fromm's little brothers were where uh, mm-hmm. one was quarterback, the other one was tight end. Yep. And, yeah, that place, I mean, whew. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> it's, that it's, was another one of those bus rides day. day. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Sorry about uh, that, Coach. <laughs> I've been down there in the playoffs yep. and one came those, back sad. Yep. One of those um, <laughs> nobody say nothing on the bus rides. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Coach yeah. Conrad Nix, uh, yeah, man. he won about 350 games. At that point, I'd won about 10, <laughs> and he uh, sent me backpacking. Wow. Hey, guys, how about this one? Yep. Campbell, 20 to nothing over Meadow Creek. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed with Campbell. Yeah. I've really been impressed. First-year head coach, and uh, they got a big win last week. I mean, they 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 literally could be 3-0 because their yeah. first first game was an overtime one-point loss. So, uh, really good to see them get – this is like two years in a row they've gotten off to some pretty good starts. Yep. Yeah, they got a really tough schedule coming up. Um, yep. Really tough. They're in the region with Car- Carrollton and Westlake and some of them. But they um, – that that program is growing, and Coach Phillips coming over from North Springs, uh, doing a good job. So yeah, I'm I'm glad we got to shout them out. East Forsyth got the win day day. They got that one, thirty five thirteen. That's good. It's gonna um, be good to see, good to see how they do this year. Yeah, they moved to three and zero. Walnut Grove got okay. a win, forty to nothing over Chatco, and White County got the final, White County fifty two to seven over Chesapeake. Yeah, Calvary Day is two and zero. They beat Eagles Landing Christian. Get this. 64 to 6. Yeah, Eagles Landing Christian struggling right now. That's, you know, that's the final a, score. That's, that's the team that won five state championships. Yeah. Personally. And um, the, the, so they're getting the five state championship schedule, if you know what I mean. Like they're playing a really tough team every week. And um, they're struggling right now. But Calvary Day is really good. I mean, state champ contender, Calvary Day. Yep, yep. Is this right? I'm seeing the Sequoia score with, with, Cedar, with Cedar Town. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a fourth quarter score with Sequoia up 14 10. Yeah, it was 10-7 just a few minutes ago, so that's very possible, 14, yes. 14-10, Sequoia's up on Cedartown. We keep an eye on that game. Uh, my goodness, Cedartown, a team that got to the state championship game last season, had a tremendous season. Another game going final, Sandy Creek moves to 3-0 and with a 39-0 win over Alexander. So congrats to Coach Smiley and Sandy Creek. You know, Sandy Creek's coach retired. Right, won a state right. championship, you know. And to segue that, you, uh, let me just make a statement because I've sat here and watched Cedar Grove all night. Sam called the game, Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek. It was a tough game, controversial call. Sandy Creek wins the state championship. We get instant replay or what? No, what, what video, video review, review. Video review. Day Day, Dr. Dr. Hines corrected me Dr. last Hines, week on the we air. We were admonished. We were admonished. That it was <laughs> video review, <laughs> video not, review, not instant replay. Yes, that's so, what he said. But you know what else came out of that game for yeah. me? A newfound respect for my man, John Adams, the coach at Cedar Grove. And I saw him in this offseason. You know, I saw him, and, and I talked to him a little bit, and I don't know him that well. But I was really impressed. That's why I told him. I would, you know, I'd probably still be out there, Sam. And I was just really impressed with his example of how to handle that situation. Like He immediately snapped into, like, leader mode yeah. and let me set the example, let me say we should have done this, we're not making excuses. You know, and I just, that's the kind of people you want leading your young men. And now – Look at them, 34-34 with one of the best teams in 7A. Uh, look at Sandy Creek, 39 to nothing. Maybe we're going to get a little rematch. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, could we be on the way to that? Maybe. Yeah. 
Yep, I, I, I'll take that. I think that'll be great to see. People would love to see that. Fourth quarter score, a little bit upset, uh, you know, alert here. Arabia Mountain 21, Stevenson 16. Yeah. yeah. Stevenson's undefeated so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, season. Stevenson's had a – they were kind of a team people were pushing to maybe be in that state top 10, you yeah. know, top 12, 15. And, yeah, that, that could be a really good win for Arabia Mountain if they can finish it. That'd be good. I mean, you know the coach over there pretty well. Yeah, he played for me, a great young man. I love to see – you know, you – when you do a job like I do now, you really do pull for all of them. You're just really excited to see the good things. But it is hard not to pull for the few you either worked with or coached mm-hmm. or something like that a little bit more. So, yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm kind of hoping Arabia Mountain gets that one. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be big. That would be really be big for them as we watch and see what uh, what happens with this. We got North Oconee. It's a third quarter score in North Oconee, 21-3 over South Forsyth. That might be a little bit later on on in that particular game as most of the games now are at least hitting the fourth quarter and some are becoming finals. We're going to the 10 o'clock hour. We're going to have some updates um, from some of our reporters, also from our correspondents uh, that are at some of the games. They'll be coming in and wrapping some things up. So we're looking forward to that as we head to the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, also, if you missed our school day's guest, uh, Rex Robinson, Marietta High School, University of Georgia legend, uh, talked about his school days. It's first time having a, a place kicker. And, and, and it was great, great conversation. We will share that again with you in the 10 o'clock hour. You stay with us. Sam, Chris, Day Day, we're here at the studios here in Midtown on a Friday night for the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at 92.9thegame.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.